Hello, everybody, and welcome to the second ever episode of Niche Topics, Strong Opinions. I'm your host, Sammy, and my good friend. Hi, I'm Meredith, guys. <laughs> this is Meredith Clay, a um, fellow avatar enthusiast, <laughs> if you will. Um, and today we will just kind of um, be discussing James Cameron's avatar Um what we liked about it, what we didn't like, um, that kind of stuff. And, yeah, so, I know Avatar, for me, I watched it when it first came out in theaters. Um, and for me, it was kind of like a thing that me and my sisters watched a lot. Like, when it came to DVD, we watched it a lot. Just because, I mean, in 2009, the effects were awesome. Meredith, what was your first experience watching Avatar? I was actually introduced by you, Sammy. Um, you said really? one of your favorite oh movies. Yes. <laughs> and I was like, you know, I should probably watch it. I have Disney Plus. It'd be a great movie to watch. And I sat down and watched it, and I just couldn't take my eyes away. It was it was so good. It's ahead of its time for being in 2009. Yeah, I think one of the things that's so crazy about it is that um, when you look at, like, special effects and CGI and animation from 2009, you're kind of like, eh. You know, it doesn't really hold up. You know, maybe back then it was really cool because it was, like, kind of, everything was new. But, I mean, watching Avatar, you know, today in 2020, it, it, it's still amazing. Like, the effects, CGI. Oh, for sure. It looks like it's... it could have come out this year. <laughs> I know. It's crazy. Um, so, Avatar came out in December 2009, and it had a budget of $2,237 million. And it grossed over... $2.79 billion in the box office, um, thanks to the CGI and special effects, making it the highest grossing movie of all time, of course, until Avengers Endgame. Kind of ruined that. Um, but, you know, we don't really talk about that. Meredith, do you like Avengers? Um, I do like Avengers, but I will say this movie is definitely right up there with it. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm so a Avengers stan. <laughs> I think it's better. I'm not, I'm not, like, a big Marvel person. Like, I, I like... I like, you know, Captain Marvel. I like her, but uh, I like the Thor, Thor Ragnarok. But <laughs> I like you Black know, I'm Widow. Not like, so I am Black all Widow. For, yeah, I'm all for strong females. So she's my favorite. Okay. Wow. We all have our own opinions. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um. So, uh. So Avatar for me. Um. I watched it a lot when I was little, and then, you know, there was always news, like, a sequel coming out um, in, like, the mid-2010s, but it got pushed back and pushed back, so right now the release date for the second movie is 2021, so I kind of forgot about it, because it wasn't really anything in the news. I don't know if you saw, but, like, on Twitter, there's this thing going around, and it was, like, Avatar was, like, the highest-grossing film of all time for, you know, 10 years, Um, Yeah. but yet most people are unable to name, like, the main character. The protagonist, Jake Sully. Yeah. So which I thought that was interesting just because, you know, it's maybe less memorable like other movies. You know, you know, all you know, the Captain Jack Sparrow and, you know, like, you know, Harry Tony Potter, Stark, stuff like that. You know, yeah, exactly. So it's just it's interesting. And I think it's um, mainly because it was like a um, this a single movie and like there wasn't any second movie for so long. Like no one really got invested into it. You know, I completely agree. And they if they really wanted it to like leave a memorable difference, they should have like. As soon as this movie come out, been like we're having a movie come out in two years. Like, get ready for it; it's gonna be here. And they didn't yeah. really. They kept pushing it back, so I feel like people kind of forgot about it 
they remembered it for a year maybe and then they just kind of they forgot about it and moved on to another movie series yeah and then you know um i'll talk more about this later but there's also a disney theme park about avatar um like pandora world or something it's called um which came out uh you know it was the park opened in 2017 so you know eight years after the first movie came out so i mean that would have been nice you know right after the movie came out but you know yeah. Eight years later, I to don't like know how live up with the hype, yeah, for sure. Yeah, so anyway, um, we'll talk about more of that kind of stuff later, but um, so yeah, I forgot about it for a long time because everything was pushed back, and then this summer, um, I went to Italy, you know, not to flex on anyone, <laughs> but uh, the, like the flight was 10 hours, so from New York to uh, Rome, so there's like a bunch of movies on the TV, and one of them was Avatar. I was like, oh my god, like I love this movie, like, yeah. Um, so I watched it about three or four times, um, you know, total on the way there and the way back because it was <laughs> cause it was very good. Yep. And um, so yeah, it's one of my favorite films. Um, just I mean, the effects are amazing, everything. Um, and so, and then one more thing I want to talk about before the, um, we go like right into the movie is um, the language the Navi speak. A lot of people don't know this. But um, the language that they use is actually called a conlang, um, constructed language, it's short for. Okay. And the language that they use is actually like a real language. Like, you could learn how to speak it. Um, it originally had in the thousand-word vocabulary, but the creator, Paul Frommer, a linguist, later extended it to include 2,200 words. And it has also grammar and structure rules, making it, like, a completely learnable, learnable language. And there's actually this guy on YouTube I saw his videos. Like he actually like teaches you. He learns. He learned the language, so he's teaching you. That's so cool. Yeah, you know, it's like and he's kind of a nerd, because you know, like it's like people who speak Klingon or something. Yeah, no, I totally get that. Yeah, but you know, it's cool. Good for good for him. <laughs> um, but I just thought that was like a cool fact. So anyway, um, Meredith, what? Oh, here, you know, I'll give a description of the movie as well. <laughs> um, okay. So this is, I got this from Google. So, um, on the lush alien world of Pandora live the Navi, beings who appear primitive but are highly evolved. Because of the planet's atmosphere is poisonous to humans, human and Navi hybrids, called avatars, must link to human minds, allowing for humans to move freely on Pandora. Jake Sully, a paraplegic former marine, becomes mobile again through his avatar and falls in love with a Navi woman. As the bond with her grows, he is drawn into a battle for the survival of her world. So that's <laughs> pretty cool description. Um, I think some, let's get into. I think some important background on Jake is that um, what's it called? He was not originally supposed to go. Um, his brother was, so Jake is not mm-hmm. really happy with the idea of having to work with these scientists. Um, he'd much rather be along with his like marine counterparts, I guess. Yeah, and I actually was on YouTube and I found this video. It was like a deleted scene, and it was like it kind of showed his life like before everything happened. So, and it showed like what earth was like. Cause we, they kind of mention how in the movie, they say that um, the sky people had destroyed their yeah. AWA, you know, their earth. Yes. And we see that he lives in this like dirty, like disgusting city. Like there's so many skyscrapers, but it's like, you know, it's not pretty. Yeah. Of course. It's, you know, and there's so many people going around. Yeah. And he's, like, always going to these bars with his friends. And it's just, like, he's not he's not happy. Um, 
and I mean, no one really is, and it's just kind of like a gross world. So that's, I, th- I, I hope that they, you know, kind of touch that in the second movie. I agree. I feel like that's important. Earth. Yeah, because it kind of shows how like much Pandora is like something needs to be protected because they already destroyed the Earth. Um, but sure. yeah, just a little little deleted scene that I thought was kind of interesting. I kind of wish they would have yeah. kept that in. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, whatever. Um, you know, the intro when like they're going through the forest. Yes. And like Jake is like, he's in, yeah, he's in like all of everything. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I thought it was cool. So in the beginning, he wakes up in the spaceship. Yeah. Um, in like the cryo chamber. Mm-hmm. And like he wakes up, <laughs> opens his eyes, and like the lights inside the cryo chamber are blue. Yeah. You know what else is blue? The Navi. <laughs> The Navi, yeah, and also I thought of a okay. I'm you know I'm 16. Mm-hmm. However, I thought it'd be a fun like drinking game, you know, for those who could drink. Yes. <laughs> Every time someone, specifically Jake, because he mostly does it, someone in um, Avatar. Every time they wake up from like a deep slumber or a coma, yeah, or like they're about to die, and they open their eyes <laughs> really dramatically. And the camera zooms in on them. Take a drink? Yeah. Because <laughs> it happens so many so times. Much. I'm like, I feel like oh they're always God. falling asleep. Or, or like always like having to wake up from something. Yeah. And I just, it kind of paralleled the beginning, the ending scene. You know, spoiler alert for those who haven't seen the ending. But he like wakes up and it, like he's blue. And at the end he wakes up and, <laughs> and he's blue. <laughs> So, yeah, I just thought that was, it, like, a little parallel. That was fun. Oh, I completely agree. Yeah, and, and I thought the intro was, like, nice um, exposition. You kind of quickly understand his situation, you know, why he's doing it, his how his brother is dead. You know, like, he got mugged for a piece of paper. I thought that was nice. And I feel like you kind um, of, I feel like it's really good foreshadowing because it shows him, like, flying through the forest, I guess. And um, later that'll that'll come back. In the movie. Yeah. And um, I think it's really... <laughs> so he's by his brother's, like, dead body. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who I think they must not have been that close. Because he wasn't crying. He didn't seem, like, very emotional about it. And when um, Grace asked him at the at the scientist, like, base or whatever, she asked him, she was yeah. like, oh, like, where's your brother? And he said it, like, so nonchalantly. He was like, oh, he's dead. Really unfortunate. Yeah, so like, I want to, I want to get more info on that. Like, what was their relationship? Like, they're they're identical twins. Yeah, and I want to know a lot more just about like Jake's life when he was back on Earth, like in the Marines and stuff like that. Yeah. So you know, again, something that I wish was included, but the movie was already like three hours. So I, you know, I I get that they had to cut stuff. <laughs> Take what we um, can get. Yeah, and then um, I think it's funny the FBI agent says, or I don't know if he's FBI, but he's you know. A fed. Yeah. And he says, uh, <laughs> you could step into his shoes, so to speak. Um, I thought that was funny <laughs> because Jake can't um, step. Yeah, because you actually don't know that he um, is disabled until they're, he's with all the other like soldiers on the ship. Yeah, and he gets off separately. And get, yeah, and like you actually don't know. So I think it's kind of, I don't know, just kind of funny. And I, I like how he didn't reveal that. It's kind of like, you're like, whoa. You know, I wasn't expecting it. It's kind of like fun. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and then they get to the military compound. Mm-hmm. And um, 
It looks like a prison. Oh, I completely agree. They they have like these tall gates, barbed wire, and I was like, you know, everyone surrounding them they... has guns. Everybody. Yeah, and you know, so I don't. I I like how from the beginning they're kind of foreshadowing, you know, the humans' involvement because at the beginning, um. Okay, and then then there's this like um bulldozer type thing yeah. that like r- rolls in front of Jake. Yeah. He just stop. And yeah, and you see like these arrows. Oh, and they're piercing the tires. Yeah. Yeah, and the wheels. And so from that like little scene, you're like, okay, the humans have this giant base. They have all these soldiers with guns. They have all these like complex machine guns. Yeah. yeah. And these people use arrows. Exactly. Like, do they need all these guns? And you can, you can, what sense, are they trying to do? Yeah, you can sense the tension between the two. Like, just seeing the bulldozer with the arrows in it, you can already tell that the relations between the humans and the Navi is just not good. Yeah. And so we do that. And then we get to the base with the colonel. Yeah. And he, you know, compared to the arrows that we see, he's like, and then I noticed what, upon rewatching it for like the fifth time, like, He's, like, the most dramatic person. Oh, for sure. Like, no one else is, like, the Navi are gonna kill you. Like, everything's bad. Like, he's the only person saying that. And I get that we mostly, like, interact and we only see the scientists and, like, the Navi's point of view. But I just, I don't know. I, I think it's interesting that he's, like, the person he's like, that. He's, like, oh. Yeah, he's, like, some of you won't come out of this alive. Yeah, and it's, like... That's like kind of your fault. I feel like the, I feel like he <laughs> does that on purpose to like paint yeah. the Navi as like someone that's that's gonna hurt him. You know what I mean? Like someone they have to fight against because this is the enemy, and if you don't shoot first, they're gonna shoot you. You know what I mean? Yes, exactly. It's kind of like you know we're shooting them for a reason because they're bad. Exactly. Which is you know what happens later when they're about to you know have their full on war, and he's like you know getting his soldiers all riled up. He's like, we're gonna we're gonna shoot some like blue butts or something. Exactly. Like <laughs> so interesting. I, that that, you know Yeah. I like to think that um so if we go back to it, the other guy who's leading the um Parker, who's also leading the charge against the Navi, working uh-huh. hand in hand with the with the colonel. I like to uh-huh. think that the reason the two main characters that are like the enemies that are trying to get the uh, the money um mm-hmm. i like to think they're men because women would know better you know uh-huh because yeah. you know grace grace is the one advocating for a much more peaceful transition you know what I mean? mm-hmm. much more peaceful and even relation. like trudy oh yeah she's in the military but she still sides with them absolutely because she because she mm-hmm. knows better so i i, I just yeah. like to think that the two guys the two enemies that are men because women would know better but that's just me yeah and and they're white because We'll we'll talk about the symbol the symbolism of them being of them being white men um, later on when I talk about my critiques. But <laughs> <laughs> for right now, we're just kind of I don't know play by play the movie. Um. So yeah, he's the person. So we're kind of like okay, interesting guy, kind of scary. And then we meet Norm. I think Norm's funny. <laughs> I, think I Norm just wrote deserved better. I know. I just wrote Norm. What a funny guy. Yeah. No, he's he's he so is. quirky. He's so eccentric. Like he, 
he just seems like the type of guy that you would want on your side just because he'd be like a hard worker and he's just like really nice yeah i i I get a little sad when i think about the end and like how he loses his avatar i agree because he's like one of the only people that's like he's with all these like cool like Navi, and he's the only like one of the only people that has to live as a human on their world, which is gonna be sad because they're all like eight feet tall. But you know, and he and he works he worked so hard when he first came in. Like Jake, yes. Jake was so oblivious to the culture, to the language, to the lab, and yeah, and uh, Norm knew the language. Like he knew the god Awa. I mean, he came in prepared, only to get let down because Jake was the chosen one. Yeah. <laughs> and I wrote I wrote a note about that because I was like, um, so after like he gains the Navi's like a um trust like the first yeah, the trust, um, like for the first time when they're like, Okay, like they're kind of reluctant, but they're like, We're gonna help you because mm-hmm. you know, AWOC like claimed you. Yeah. Um and like, Grace is like kind of bragging about Jake at the um lunch table, and Norma's kinda like giving him a look. Yeah, and we see that you know a few more times, and I was thinking that, like, oh no, like Norm's gonna like betray him or something, because he was like Jake, you idiot, like <laughs> you yeah. don't even you don't even know who A Y is, you don't know what the floating islands are, but I'm glad that he comes around. But I just I thought that they were gonna play it like he was gonna betray Jake or something. Honestly, you know what do you think but, the how do you think the movie would have changed if Norm was the chosen one? I feel like Norm would have been so much more knowledgeable. <laughs> you know what I mean? And just yeah. like he, but then he, again, that's like. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. It makes the conflict. <laughs> yeah, no. Like if if Jake wouldn't have been chosen, like it. Who knows? Who knows if anything would have happened? Who knows if? I mean, the whole the whole movie would have come together. Yeah, I mean, and I that's like, I get what they're trying to get go at is like Jake is different than everyone. That's why he gets what he, he wants. He doesn't belong. Yeah. <laughs> I know I would be mad at him. He was like, he was like, do what I want. But like, you know, he was kind of, he was very ignorant. Like, oh, completely. He didn't even try to hide it in front of Jake. Like, you know, whatever. at the beginning. Yeah. Um. And then, you know, Jake in the beginning is um, a placeholder for the audience. Yeah. Um. At first, it's just kind of like the military compound, the scientists. You know what they're doing, what their goals are. Um. And we see that later when Grace talks to Parker. Who Parker's instruction made me so mad at him already because he was like golfing in a in a mug. I was <laughs> Yeah, you could just tell his, his priorities did not line up with with yeah, like, and, like, <laughs> and it's it's such a good intro for him because you already know from, like the type of person he is. Oh, for sure. From like the first scene. <laughs> um and I, one of the things that this movie does really well is character introductions because so we get Parker's introduction and then we go to Grace's introduction. She comes out of the thing. She's like, "Where's?" She says, and I quote, uh, "Where's my goddamn cigarette?" Yeah. And um, Norm goes, "She's a legend." <laughs> so yeah, I just think that they do character introductions well. Oh, I completely agree. As literally within a sentence of when they first speak, you already know what type of person they're going to be. Yeah, and yeah, and then that with the Colonel as well, um, Anatiri even Trudy. Yes. Like I, you know, they just, they do it very well, um, and um, and Grace is also kind of she's like, why should we let you in? You know, you like you don't have any experience. Like, what's 
who let you in here? You know, you're totally underqualified. Yeah, you can tell she's just very so resentful over the whole situation of just, like, other people getting involved in what's supposed to be her scientific department. Yeah, and, like, from we later we learn that her school has been shut down. Yeah. Um. So that's kind of, like, maybe she's a little bit upset. She's like, they're just letting anyone in here now. You know, I work so hard, and my school still got shut down, and I'm not allowed, you know, in the tree of souls you know exactly so yeah and then um so it's nice there because the movie is kind of acknowledging like really they would just let a former marine with no training like hop on here trigger happy yeah but you know what i'll let it slide because it, he ends up being good exactly so i'll yeah so and then parker talking to grace about the whole um, Grace comes to him, and that's a way for the audience to kind of understand why humans are on Pandora and what they need. Unobtainium. Oops, I, I think they could have chosen a better name. I agree. Honestly, they're just there for the money. Yeah, which I think is interesting because the whole movie is about like don't, don't destroy the planet. But this movie made a lot of money. I agree. So greed, greed. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Just greed. <clears throat> and then I think it's funny when Jake first goes into the Avatar and she says, let your mind go blank. Shouldn't be hard for you. I agree. <laughs> I just, and yeah. So I, she's funny. She has a lot of good lines. I love Sigourney Weaver. Me, I completely agree. So very sarcastic. Yeah. She just, have you seen Alien? I have not. Ooh. It's good. I mean, there's too many alien movies. I'll put it on my list yeah, to they, watch. Yeah, they should have stopped the series, you know, after. I don't know. There's, a, there's I don't know how many hours, but there's a lot. Mm-hmm. But the first one was very good. And she's, like, a badass in it. She's really good. Um, Okay, I think it's so funny how big the avatars are. Oh, I totally agree. And, like, when his uh, when Jake first gets in his own avatar... And he's, like, sitting up and all the doctors are trying to examine him. And his tail <laughs> yeah. comes over and, like, smacks under the ground. Yeah. Ugh. I just... And then, like, you know, in later scenes, like, when... Like... When Aetiria is holding Jake and then when she's holding um, Grace, like, her hand is as big as their head. Oh, I know. Like, I just... It's like you forget how big they are until you see them with the human. You're like, wow, you know? Because the whole movie, they're, I mean, they're basically separate exactly. until the end when they start to mesh more. But yeah. And then I wrote a drink. Oh, because uh, Jake woke up. Yeah. So <laughs> I said drink. Every time someone woke up, I said drink. But that's, that's a lot in the beginning because of how much he goes in and out of Avatar State. <sighs> uh, Pandora is so pretty. <laughs> oh, it's so pretty. The floating mountains kind of remind me of the floating mountains that, like, you'll be spawned into when you play Minecraft. Meredith. I wrote something about that. Because when this first came out, like, I had Minecraft. Yeah. And um, I tried to make floating islands based off of YouTube tutorials. And uh, Did it work? See. It did not. <laughs> did not work too well. Um. So I'm not I'm not a Minecraft master. I tried to be like a master builder, but it never really worked out. I ne- I always lost 
my cool I, I didn't have enough patience to do it <laughs> yeah like i i watched like a ton of minecraft when i was like, like in middle school like oh i was i was a minecraft fiend but uh i was never like i was never like i like watching people do games but i can't oh i agree like first person shooters oh i'm so bad <laughs> so you know I'll, I'll let the pros the pros do it you know yeah um oh and then when um there's this funny throwaway line so when they're first when grace norm and um jake jake yeah are first in the you know wilderness Mm -hmm. jake you know he hears something so he goes to investigate it and in the background grace and norm continue to talk (laughs) and it's kind of like quiet but um they're getting a sample and then grace is like norm you contaminated the sample with your saliva. Oh, I heard that. And he goes, <laughs> and he goes, right. So just, I love them. I feel like, oh, he's, uh, he just works so hard because he wants to be accepted. And I just feel awful that he never is. Yeah. And have you ever seen Bones? Um, I have not. The TV show? Well, he, the guy who plays Norm is in that, in Bones. Okay. He plays an intern. And he was on Bones when when avatar came out okay but in bones he played just like an avatar super fan yeah he was like guys like we have to go to the opening premiere of avatar i mean it's so good like <laughs> advocating um, for his own movie yeah and it's funny because in this like he is in avatar but in in the bones universe he's obviously he's a friends get the artist not a um not a, a scientist actor guy so <laughs> it just it was funny because i just watched the episode and yeah he ends up having sex with a girl in the movie line but that's that's a that's that's the bones episode of the show okay <laughs> Thank you, i said i want to i said i want to know this is not going to be like a a movie tv show review podcast although it may seem like that in the first two episodes I'm going to do other stuff, too. I just want everyone to know that. Meredith, do you, do you understand? Of course I understand. Yeah, thank you. Um, <laughs> and then, I love... I don't know how often... I've seen this trope, but I've seen it enough that I know it's a trope. Um, when the protagonist is fighting, like, a creature or, like... Yeah, typically it's a creature that's, like, um, pretty scary... And then the protagonist fights them off. Yeah. Or they think they fight them off. Like, the because the um, creature, like, runs away. Uh-huh. And they think that they bested them, like Jake does with, like, the rhino creature. Yeah. But they only ran away because there was a bigger, scarier creature. Yeah. Like, behind the protagonist, you know? Uh-huh. Which happens. Which happened in Avatar The Last Airbender. Really? Yeah. So I just <laughs> funny funny coincidence. Coincidence because um, similar names. That's crazy. Yeah, because um, they're in a um. I believe it's when they're in a cave, in Avatar: Last Airbender, and um. They're in yeah, and they fight off these like little creatures, but it's because there's like bigger creatures behind the dirt. Okay, anyway, <laughs> um, thirty-two minutes into the movie. That's how long it takes to meet Natiri. Okay. And she's 
He's the best character. I'll I'll say it. Um, what about you? Who's your favorite my favorite character? character is Trudy. I love Trudy. Okay, she's a close second. I love Trudy. She's she deserves so much better. I know everyone. Everyone deserves so much better. I mean, they had to keep Jake and Natiri alive, obviously, or else you know what would be the point. Exactly, but kill everybody. I know, like everyone, like literally everyone else died, except for Norm didn't die, but that's okay. <laughs> everyone else did. So you know, which I I guess is like realistic because you know they were fighting on with arrows and. You know, horses and stuff. Yeah. It's still a little sad. It's still a little sad. Yeah. And then I love when she first meets Jake and she's like, you have a strong heart, but stupid. So very ignorant, stupid. Like a child. <laughs> um, back, that's for sure. Yeah, I just... Yeah, I just... Zoe Saldana. Mm-hmm. She plays Gamora. And she plays her. And she plays Gamora. And she just... She's great in this movie. I completely agree. Fun fact about the casting of this movie mm-hmm. is that, so the guy who plays Jake Sully, Sam Worthington, yes. he is Australian, uh-huh. which you can, I didn't really um, really think about it, but later in the movie, he has this monologue, and it's when, it's after, like, the first attack, okay. and he wakes up in the ash, drink, by the way, because he wakes up in the ash, um, uh, he's giving this monologue, and you could totally tell, like, he just, like, didn't even try to cover his accent, like. Yeah, there were hints of it. I didn't yeah, even it think like, about so that. Australian. Yeah, I just, it was interesting, and then also, the reason why they hired him, he's, he was a nobody before this movie, like, he said he was living out of his car, and the only reason they hired him was because they needed, like, an unknown actor, uh-huh. because they needed to make the movie cheaper. Okay. Because it was so expensive to make. I mean, obviously, they made a lot of money. So. But they didn't know that at, at first. They didn't know they'd make a lot of money. Yeah, yeah so they played they, safe. They didn't know. So that, he, yeah, I mean, so interesting. he definitely isn't a household name. Zoe Saldana yeah, and like, Sigourney Weaver all are, but he isn't. That's for sure. Yeah, and he's been in, like, some other movies since then, but, like, none of them has ever really been, like, obviously not Avatar. Absolutely. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but maybe, maybe he'll get more popular after the second one comes out. I don't know. I liked him as CGI Blue Man. I agree. I think, <laughs> I, think, so. I, think I can only picture him as CGI Blue Man. Yeah. Like, I feel like, I feel like everyone looked better as a, as a Navi. Oh, you know? for sure. I feel and like it just... gave him all a glow up. Yes. Like, <laughs> like, everyone just, like, became like Norm. a Navi. That'd be cool. I wish I was yeah. a Navi. Um, yes. Oh, my God. At, okay, not to. I know I said I was gonna talk about this later, but in Avatar World at Disney, yeah, um, they have like you can make your own like Navi doll, mm-hmm. and they can make it like look like you. Really? Like they scan your face, and like they that's make, like, so cool. I know because I watched. Um, please check her out, Jenny Nicholson. On YouTube, went to Avatar World. She's like a an hour long. Vlog. Okay, it's interesting, and she does just like the most random videos about like the ra- most random movies and topics, but they're so good. She's she's an inspiration for this podcast. <laughs> Jenny Nicholson, if you have made it, um, 
all 33 minutes into this podcast that I'm sure you're listening to, I love you. I'll have to check her out. I'll write down her name. But, yeah, she's she's cool. She's a lot of, and she, like, dresses up for every video. Like, if it's about Star Wars, she'll dress up as Star Wars. Dress up like a Star Wars character. Yeah, she's she's really funny. Um, she mostly has movie reviews, but they're like she knows what she's talking about. Um, yeah, and then I also noticed how switching back to the actual movie, um, all the creatures, like none of the creatures have hair. I didn't even notice that. Did they not? No, like they were all like, you know, the horses, the like the dog, you know, wolf type yeah. things. They, none of them had hair. They all had, were, like, pretty um, amphibious-looking. Um, they all had, like, neck-breathing holes, yeah. so they, like, breathe air and stuff. Um, but they all were kind of sleek-looking, and I was like, why is that? But then I realized um, hair is very hard to animate, um, and you CGI on For sure, yeah. So it's probably, again, just to cut down on costs. Like, I remember reading about Thor Ragnarok, um, Kate Blanchett in the movie, um, she's a villain, uh-huh. like, she, have you seen I'm Thor not. Ragnarok? Well, she has, like, this, like, helmet, because, um, what's her name, like, Hela or something? Let me look it up. But she has this, like, helmet that she uses when she's fighting, because they didn't want to have to CGI. All of her hair. Yeah. All of her hair. Yeah, so they kind of like found a scapegoat, um, put it up. Yeah, yeah, and so I I should know her name. It's definitely it's like Hella or something. She's she's like Thor's sister. Yeah, it's Hella. Okay, <laughs> I'm glad I'm glad we've established that. Um, so what do you think about the? Uh, what do you think about Sutsay? Sutsay. Um, oh, 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 Um, what's it called? He's the one that's going to become the next leader, right? Yeah. Um, I have mixed feelings on him. Because he gives me very, like, ignorant vibes. And, like, just very conceited. Like, I feel like he, he acts oh, like he's sure. already the leader of the tribe. And he's not. At all. Even close to it. Um, yeah. So I definitely am not the biggest fan, but he grows on me throughout the movie. So. Yeah, he does. Like at the end, you know, he really comes through. He dies for the cause. Like, yeah, he that. and Jake kind of unite and stuff. Um, for sure. Yeah. And he doesn't seem like by the end, like when Jake and, you know, Natiri have had sex and like yeah. been for life. <laughs> um, he seems pretty fine with it. <laughs> like at the end, he's like, whatever. He's like, you I'm know. not upset. What? Yeah, and the scene where, so it's when Jake is the, he's attempting to ride a horse for the first time, or whatever they, you know, the amphibious yes. horses. Um, he, like, falls in the mud, and Sute, like, comes over there and kind of um, harasses him, and reminded me, like, of a bully, like, pushing, a, like, a like, like a younger kid on mm-hmm. into the mud, and, like, taunting them. Like, he, he was, like, yeah. just a bully. For sure. Like, on the playground. Um, which kind of shows, you know, he's Im- a little bit immature, you know, but he, but he grows to the movie, and I appreciate the character I agree. growth. 
before he does. So, spoiler alert again for everyone. He didn't think that they would get spoiled because of the movie. Um, yeah, and it's funny how like um, at this point, you know, Grace is not really like Jake. Yeah, but bam, he gets and she's trust. automatically all over him. Yeah. Um, and then he actually does bring this up later. He's like, um, so it's after he, they realize that he's been talking to the military, oh, yeah, yeah. right? Um, and they go to the, like the pod that's kind of in the center of, um, the forest. And he says that Grace is playing nice because he has an in with the clan. But this is a little bit after, like, the yeah. lunch scene. And, you know, you can tell, like, when he's talking to her and, like, when he says something, like, off the cuff or, you know, he's about to go to the pod and she's kind of, like, you know, annoyed with him. She always kind of has, like, a little smirk. I feel like they built up a friendship. Yeah. Like, at this point, like, it's more than that to her. And I think, I don't know, Jake obviously doesn't realize that yet, but it's just, um, they're kind of growing and I feel like in you know, because he's he's. And I feel like in the beginning, yes, she was just like being friendly, just so she could get in in with the tribe. But I feel like now, like as the, as the movie progresses, yeah. she starts to like appreciate him, and they start to build like a a relationship that's that's bigger than just being used. You know what I mean? Like he he becomes yeah. her friend, he becomes her coworker. You know what I mean? More than just oh, I can use this man to get in with the people and get back to the tree of souls. Yeah, and it's like you're four people stuck in a in a trailer for three months. I mean, you're gonna, you're gonna get and close. You're gonna have to like each other. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, then, we go to the, uh, we see Jake watching Natiri fly her dragon mm-hmm. thing. Bam. You can tell he's falling in love. Then we get to the training montage. When he's jumping I mean, up and down the trees. What can I say? Yes. What can I say? I love I love training montages. One of one of my favorites, I think. This I one think is. I think Mulan the training the training montage in Mulan tops this Ooh. one for me. Oh no, Meredith, I agree. I agree on that. I think that's that the OG job. training montage. Um Yes. It that's a that's a very good one. Like I didn't even think of that, but yeah. Mulan is a great movie. Um I actually can't think of any other ones that I've ever seen. Right now, I'm kind of blanking. But there oh, are yeah, other for sure training montages. I just can't think of them. Yeah. Um, and then we start to see, you know, as is common with movies like this, he gets better in the Na'vi world, in the Pandora world. But then he starts to lose a little bit of his touch. I agree. In the human he, world. Like, he, starts, stops taking care of himself. He says... Yes, so I wrote down. Um, he's like, I don't... I feel like... He says, quote, Everything is backwards now. In out there in the Pandora, like, that's the real world. And here in the trailer, like, is exactly. the dream. It's like a simulation. And... Yes. And then... Okay, also, every Navi <laughs> is, like... Perfectly oh, fit. I know. Like, really? Like, none of them look like none of them have are like short. Good. They have. They're all very skinny. They all very muscular. <laughs> yeah. 
Like, no one has exactly. a little bit of chub. It's okay. I mean, they they run a lot, but just... <laughs> I just noticed that. I was like, they all, literally all have abs. But, you know, I'm not complaining. I'm, I'm a little jealous, but, you know, um, that's how it be, I guess. I mean, maybe if I was a Navi, I would have some abs. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. If If only, you know. I mean, that's... I mean, we obviously know that one of the reasons, you know, Jake wants to... Jake likes being an Avi so much is... Oh, for sure. I think the fact that he can actually use his legs. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but and then, you know, it becomes, like, Nateri, and, you know, he likes the the Navi. But at first, it's just the body. Um, oh, and then, when they're walking up the steep mountain... Get his, to... uh, like, flying horse. Yeah. Um, they... There's, like, a really thin pathway that crumbles as they walk mm-hmm. on it. That is such a cliche. Every... <laughs> That happened in literally every single movie where they have to oh, for journey sure. up a mountain. It happened. And like in you s- one of like the foot slips and like it crumbles and like the the path the yeah. it makes like a dent in the path and everyone's like, oh no, they're gonna fall. Yes. Yes. It happens in every movie. Um in Avatar Last Airbender, it happens and someone almost falls off, but Toph, who mm-hmm. can earthbend, saves them. But again. Okay, I'll stop talking. That's the last time I'm going to talk about Avatar Last Airbender. You're good. Um, when they... It reminded me so much of How to Train Your Dragon. I've actually never seen that movie either. I feel so, like, movie uneducated. Like, honestly, Meredith, you literally I watched are, Avatar, but... Sammy. It's okay. I This is all the movie education that yeah, I Yeah, I know. I'll let it slide. <laughs> um... Yeah, I don't... I don't remember... I watched, you know, How to Train Your Dragon, like, when it came out. So mm-hmm. this is, like, a long time ago. But I just... I feel like there was a part where there was a lot of dragons. And, you, and you know, in the movie Hiccup has to, you know, he has to train his dragon. That's why it's named How to Train Your Dragon. And it reminded me of, uh, you know, how we try to train his dragon. And then there's <coughs> another montage. Of him flying with Natiri. Yeah, I said it's a montage of flying Facts. and love. I feel like at that point, I mean, it became <laughs> less of just, like, a, I have to do this to stay alive. I have to fight here to stay alive. I have to fight here to keep my avatar. And more like, I want to stay here. I don't want to come back. And I I don't want to help um, the military commander destroy these people. Yeah, you can tell he's, like, he's very conflicted. Ex- extremely conflicted. Um, and then, you know... An odd little anecdote. Natiri talks about the Taruk Montauk. Uh, yes. Um, the giant dragon. Hmm, I wonder when that's going to come up again. This odd little, odd little explanation story there for no reason. <coughs> uh, I wonder, wonder why. <laughs> Excuse me, sorry guys. Um, I'm so sorry, I'm getting over pneumonia, Sammy. We have to start the whole ah. thing over now. Guys, I apologize on Mary's <coughs> Jenny Nicholson. <laughs> I don't have Corona, guys. I promise. No, Mary, keep keep coughing. Okay, continue. Please. I'm all good. Okay. <laughs> um. Uh, then, so we get the we get the you know odd dragon explanation story thing, which you know we all knew it was gonna happen. Just is just a little 
Yeah, I like. Ugh, I wonder why they put that there. Um, and then he gets inducted into their society. And it's I a feel very like at that scene. point he began to realize that um that it was possible to live there full time, and that it was possible to exist there forever because the only thing that was connecting him to this this colonel was um, the fact that he could get his legs back. And I feel like now once he was inducted. Yeah. But he does have Once he was inducted, he realized that he actually could stay in um, in Pandora and live with the, with the Navi and keep the legs of his avatar. Yes. And, like, have, like, his... Yeah, have a relationship. for life. And <laughs> yeah, be, like, 10 feet tall. So, I mean, I don't know why you wouldn't... I'd want to be 10 feet tall. ...want to become... Yeah, I don't know why you wouldn't want to become an Navi. Um, and like, there's like, there's nothing, especially compared to like the world that they live in. Oh, for sure. Like, why would you not want to go to Pandora? But yeah. Anyway, even Grace is crying in that scene. It's very, it's very beautiful and touching. And then they mate. Yeah. So all, all while this is <laughs> yes. going on, Jake is um, still feeding the Colonel information about the Navi. He's still feeding them him information on how to get into their tree, how to get this. What is it called? Oh. The the, the um, money. The chemical that they're or um the, the stuff, money? Yes, thank you. I could oh, not think of the word. Um they're still trying to get the unobtainium and yeah. he's like trying to he's still feeding information on how to get it. He's still though he made it with the Tiri, though he became a part of the Navi, he is still trying to get this material. Well actually at before this scene he said it's been two weeks since he gave him. I feel like he was starting to have some doubts. Information. Yeah, he's like, well, it's been two weeks, man. Where's the info? And he's like, well, let me just get their trust. But he's not really getting their trust. He just, he's just doing it because he, he wants. He doesn't know what to do. He wants to do yeah. it. Yeah. Because he feels like he's a part of them. He doesn't want to betray yeah. them, but he doesn't want to betray the colonel either. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, oh, I'm conflicted. <laughs> and then, and then mm-hmm. when they're in like the tree thing, and she's like, "There's a lot of beautiful women to choose from," and he's, which I think is so interesting because she's like, "You have to mate with a woman now," even though like she knows he's still a human, like he's part of their society, so like he has to mate and have kids. Like imagine, <laughs> like he had kids, like with his like, avatar Bye. wife. Some yeah, human. like you're like, oh, they're sorry, they're, they're kind of half human. Yeah, sorry. Sorry. my apologies. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's I like, think it's crazy that she does think... not know that every night he goes back to the human world. Yeah, I was I was confused because I was like I okay I thought she knew but then like when the bulldozer comes she's like Jake wake up. So I was like, have they not has that not been explained to them? Like I don't I don't know. But when he says, I've already chosen my woman, but she's much to yeah. choose me. And then she says, I already have. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that was a cute I feel like we all saw, like, the little looks he would give her, for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and, then you know, any, any man, any male protagonist in the first beautiful Absolutely. woman, I mean, they're obviously going to get together. So, James Cameron was not being... And um, the girl or the guy has to hate, um, they have to hate each other before. Oh, yeah. 
I mean, <laughs> exactly. If they like each other from the beginning, like, what's the point? You know? Yeah. Um, and then after that scene comes the bulldozers. So I just wrote skipping over murder, skipping over murder. Um, Natiri like also new a new drinking game. Every time Natiri <laughs> um cries or is sad or has to um carry the unconscious okay. or dead body ah yes of someone that she loves drink her her dad her horse grace <laughs> i mean grace like you a lot of shots yeah there's a lot <laughs> yeah oh yeah. and and her dog too like all of them are dead so that's that's very sad and i she you know she deserves better but um yeah and then when like um jake and mm-hmm. Grace get taken out of the pods, and Norm like <laughs> punches a cop. Completely character switch. You're like, wow, and Norm. Because like Norm seems like this like this yes. sweet guy. He's like, he's like, oh, like Grace, look what I can do. I can speak the language, and like he's like, I'm very scientisty. And then I feel like yeah. as soon as like someone threatens this, Norm's like, I gotta step up. I gotta be this. This guy's that's gonna protect everybody. Yeah. Go Norm. He's like, this is too important to lose. Yeah, and like that that scene is so sad because, and it's like Norm punches them, but they all get restrained, and like Grace's avatar and Jake's and you, avatar I mean, body. Yeah, you is, just like, feel falling, so helpless because like they like, can't limp. do anything, and I mean at that point both both yeah. their bodies like in the avatar world and in real life are like kind of falling apart. You know what I mean? Yeah, and then you know, and then Trudy to the rescue. Truly deserved better. Love her. What a <laughs> yes. And then and then Grace gets sh- you know shot. I when I looking at my notes, I have a lot of frowny faces uh, in this this section because it's not it's like twenty minutes before because it's very sad like twenty minutes and then it's Get like over it. okay you know yeah Jake yeah and then and then oh look what look what yep. came up again the big dragon we all knew it was coming. So, yeah. Oh, and then the scene where everyone is like singing and praying to Ewa is so sad. Um, but I like there's a, you know, there's a few times when everyone, yeah, circles up and like connects arms like that, and I think it really shows like how like, just, like connected they are, you know. Oh, for I sure. And I feel like um, on Earth, a lot of us think that like we're superior to nature, and and in. In yes. the Avatar world like, on Pandora, <laughs> nature is superior to the Navi. Yeah, like, exactly. they're, they're, like, one and the same. It must be protected, so. Yeah, it's sad. Oh, but then, but then, okay. then Jake is on the dragon. Epic. Extremely epic. I just put epic. Um, yeah, and then Natiri's like, I see you. And then I he's like, you. I see you. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, I will say, one I, of the I things I don't like about this part is definitely that Jake is the chosen one. Because, I mean, Jake is not part of the Navi. He, he was not born Navi. He was, he is an outsider. Yes. That's, <laughs> that's one of my criticisms that yeah, he, he out- I was going to yeah. native. And it's just, I just think it's odd. Like, I, I, I kind of wish yeah. Natiri would have been the one who came flying in. 
Yeah, this is what we call the oh, for sure. white savior trope. And male. And male. <laughs> Has to be a male. Um, yes. White white male savior trope. That is this is very heavy in this uh movie. Um so yes. And then they try and re- resurrect Ultimately, Grace. It fails. Grace is gone. Rest in peace, Grace. Agreed. Yeah. But it's a very it's a very pretty scene. Um, and again, I just noticed how small humans are compared to avatars. It made me, made me chuckle despite, <laughs> despite the circumstances. <laughs> and like when they're like the yeah. like the oh. roots grow around her, I'm like, whoa. And then she's like, "I'm with her, Jake. She is yeah. real." It's Time so sad. Aw. I know. <laughs> and then. When Jake says, this is our land. Um, for, one, I got chills. Wait, I, think I believe Jake so. Did. Yeah, in his speech to the people. Yeah. Yeah, and then <laughs> I wrote, this land is your land, this land is my land. Cause it's like I mean, now, technically, it's Guys, not I know his I'm land. Funny, okay? <laughs> he's, from, he's from Earth. But okay, Jake. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. And it's like, they kind of frame it as like, they're like he's the savior because, um, not only does, yeah, because he has knowledge of both worlds, but ugh. just I mean, they didn't have they could have I wrote agree. it differently, you know, like they wrote it specifically so that he would have the knowledge, um, and that he would, um, exactly. and he would also be, be the one who you know? like turned everything around for the Navi. What in reality, the only reason that things were bad for the Navi yes. was because people from Earth came. Yes. So, you know, you're exactly. fixing your own, the problem that you created. Not exactly heroic, if you think about it. Um, so... It's more like righteous. Yeah. Yes. Um, and you know, well, let's just talk about it, so... And we, we say this is the white savior trope for those who are unaware. For everyone, all the thousands of people listening right now. Um, because, well, I mean, it's definitely a, a giant parallel to um, white people taking Native American land. Um, they call the they call them Navi the savages, indigenous, even. often the Indians were called. Um, yeah, so, you know, and they're, they're taking their land because they have something they want. Um, and the Navi are a group of people who are very like, connected to their land. They don't believe in, you know, private um, land ownership. Are their, as we were in um, that happened a lot throughout Native American tribes. Yes. Yeah, they had like, and they had like the Great Plains tribe, and then they had the exactly. Eastern and all um, of them. All of them tribe. were different, and like so, not united. And I feel like also, um, yes. And then I'm gonna come back to the beginning when we see the the trailer pull up with the arrows. That also that's also very similar to um, mm-hmm. the colonists fighting the the Indians because the Indians were woefully out outmatched by all the rifles and stuff that the colonists brought over compared to their arrows and their spears yeah. stuff like that. So I feel like that's also just like a parallel. Yeah, if only the Native Americans had giant amphibious exactly. bulletproof rhinos. So that I think, you know, if it's if only, if only. Um, I think this is, 
Yeah, this is I mean, a, a nice interpretation of it, you know, because the the Navi, the stand-in for Native Americans, win at least this one, because there's a there's going to be a second one. So, I'm assuming the, you know, the humans will no just bring more, yeah, guns. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, sure, this feel, but if I mean, if I was, I mean, I really, I would want to. Uh, yeah, I really can't. If I think was, it's I just like Parker and all yeah. them are going to go away, unless they've. I've, if unobtainium yeah. is the people, the know, people, some of the people may die. Important but the as this. Die, so. Wow! <laughs> Thank you, Sammy. I really That's appreciate so it. Powerful. <laughs> yeah, no problem. Um, and so anyway, right savior uh, trope is one of the reasons why this movie is not. I agree. Could be better. Lack of um, African American representation. Yeah, so That's another one. They all basically all the main characters. Mm-hmm. I mean, they they kind of hide um, Zoe Saldana and some of the other characters that are African American behind the natives because they paint them blue. Um, but there are no Americans, yeah. no Earthlings on the base that are that are African American or people of like different races, like Mexican or Asian. So definitely lack of representation. Yeah, we have. <laughs> yeah, we have Trudy, and we have the weird yep. curly-haired science guy. But that's it. Um. So anyway, it could be better. And that is also um a tr- um. I read about this trope. It's kind of like when you have a person of color in your sci-fi yeah. sci-fi or your fantasy show. Um, they're oftentimes given a different skin color, like yeah. you know green or blue like zoe saldana in the marvel yep. cinematic universe is um green um or they're given animal-like characteristics so um like okay i'm gonna go to I'm the little monster high reference here okay so just bear with me guys claudine wolf she is a wolf she has fur okay but she is black coated so just kind of things like that are often seen um in, like, they're not sci-fi like outright pointed out, but they're there. Yeah, um, for sure. Yeah, it's like, oh, well, the fur is brown and their skin's brown. Exactly. Like, no. Like that's not really an excuse, and it's just you know. So that is just the thing that sci-fi and fantasy um, could be. I have a very, very better. important um, question: Why <laughs> do they all speak English on the base? Because. Um, Americans are definitely not the only smart ones on the planet. And I 100% bet that if mm-hmm. space travel like this was figured out and we were able to travel this far in the universe, the Chinese would be there with us. The Russians would be there with us. So I just, they, they aren't there either. So mm-hmm. I feel like it's kind of painting Americans as, in a superior light. Yeah, and it's it's like, it's it's either saying that like Americans have superior technology yeah. and they've laid they've laid claim to Pandora, or it's saying that in this futuristic English. society like everyone speaks English like everyone like because you know how like in you know a hundred yeah. years like there's only gonna be like five languages because like all the, all that small languages will like die out and then everyone will just kind of and there everyone moves to like cities and everyone will just kind of Spanish. speak like Chinese and English and um yeah and like in yeah. um. Hindi and that kind of stuff. So that's 
Yeah. So I think that that's very. I agree. Yeah, it's very assumptuous of them to do that. I didn't. I didn't think about that. That's a good point, Meredith. Um. Yeah. Okay. Now that we're done with the racism. <laughs> now, now that we touched on the racism a bit. Um. So Jake gives his speech, and then it cuts back to the colonel, oh, and yes. I physically well. vomited. I was, <laughs> I was like, I, I don't want to see him. He does. He pisses me off in his pisses me giant off. suit and his giant muscles yeah. with a scar on the side of his face. <laughs> yeah, freaking stupid scar. <laughs> um, and then we go, we go back to Jake, and he's like praying to the tree. Yeah, and he has a mohawk. I, I can't say. I was... Here, here again, where I get a little bit frustrated with the movie theaters is that Jake is the one who like wakes up Awa and like asks for his, her help, and is the one that ultimately gives her help. And I'm like, uh, yeah, like no one else thought of that. Definitely been here for a while. <laughs> Matiri definitely has a stronger connection to Awa than you do. How come you're the one who gets to? make all yeah. the calls. It gets to waken her. Yeah, I, I choose to interpret that as his message to Awa did not work, but Awa okay. saw that yeah. Natiri was in trouble. And she was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna help Natiri. Because it's in the fourth yeah, Natiri, that's trouble, when the rhinos right. come out. So that's how I, like that's how I choose to interpret better. it. You know? Yeah. Of course. Thank- <laughs> Why, thank you. <laughs> um... <laughs> And then, uh, the scene, the fight, epic fighting is what happened. What ensues and next. we see our beloved Trudy yeah. go down. And, uh, it's I know I have um, Sute rip Trudy rip, um, you know. And at first you're like, wow, like the the Navi are actually gaining some ground. A montage, but of then they get pushed dying. back. This is insane. What occurs? Yeah, and then of course, of course, Jake is still alive on his like giant ass. Yeah, exactly. Like no one, no one shot him down yet. <laughs> um, but then all all hope seems lost. But then come the um <laughs> the rhinos, the wild dragons, all of them, Every the amphibian dogs. Okay, Nora. Um, yeah, Natiri on the lizard dog. Um, Jake bombs the bombers. I know. You know, give them a little taste of their own medicine. Um, and the colonel survives somehow. I don't understand. Like he just keeps surviving. Why like, doesn't a rhino just eat? I know him? he's so old. Like <laughs> I know. Like he keeps just like avoiding death, and it you know it makes me a little mad. A little mad. And then when he when he found the bunker, I was like, oh no, it's over. Like, like even though I've seen this movie, I, like, I still so many get that, like, times, I, I get scared. Like my stomach drops. Yes, because it's scary. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, the series here. And then, then he, then he gets her. He, he can, he can get Natiri on her dog, but he can't get I know. singular person Jake. You know, it's like it's really. Frustrating. I, I don't know. Yeah. So whatever. And I. I thought that the dogs were also bulletproof. I thought everyone in <laughs> Pandora was not. bulletproof. Um, yeah, I was like, 
tight. Like, their skin was, like, the black shining. I was like, maybe, I don't know. But it, I guess they only the rhinos are, which, you know, whatever. It's sad. I know. So many animals sacrifice themselves. Ah, oh, that was very, it made me very sad. Um, and then, like, you know, but I like how in the oh, end it's Neytiri that saves him. Like, Jake is like, mm, like, dying, like, mm, suffocating. <laughs> Whoop, what, big deal. <laughs> and then she's like, Jake, and she's like, oh, she's girl. like, caressing him, and I'm like, really? This, like, four foot, this four I, foot I know, tall man, kind of like, like, compared to you. Yeah, he's, like, so pale and everything. Um, but, and I'm, I mean, I'm glad he survived. I agree. For Neytiri's sake. Because she has lost many people. She couldn't lose did, her, did her, mom her die? life mate. Okay. No. Because she is, at the end, her mo- mom is the one that does oh, the... you're right. Thank you. Like, ceremony. Yeah, and at the end ceremony, I feel like we were a little skimped. Because we've already seen the ceremony with Grace, so, like they don't really touch on it that much. They don't show again, but I liked it. I was, I wish they would. The year they just replayed like the same clip of the people. I don't know. I just like that scene. You know, it was very powerful when they were all saving oh, her. Just, the, um, I just I love how they're all connected. You oh. know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I also wrote drink again because when she. When he wakes up in the when trailer, when he caresses, I'm watching. I'm watching. Oh. I'm rewatching that when she, when drink saves him. When she caresses his face, and his hand is like tiny compared to her. I know it's like a baby hand. <laughs> it's so funny. I'm I'm glad. I'm glad I, that he gets immediately turned into an avatar. I will. Say, it would have been an awkward relationship. If I was in the Tyrese footsteps. I would uh-huh. not forgive him because he lied to her the entire time. Like literally, he's like, he's like, "I love you," but like in all reality, he was feeding information to try and kill her family. So ultimately, yes, he does choose yes. her, but it was a little late. It was it was a little late. Yeah, but he saved them because he was the one that gave the exactly. information. Like, they wouldn't need saving he, if he had He put them all in danger. Disclosed information. So, yeah. So, you know, he could have exactly. been feeding them false information. Like, they wouldn't know. But, you know, past mistakes haunt him. Whatever. No. It's sad. You know, if I was an I, I would, would hold it against him. I don't know. I, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't. I definitely wouldn't choose him. I, but I guess it's in too front late. of Awa. Already did the. <laughs> already did the dirty. Um, oh. Yeah. Um, and then at the end, when he wakes up, I just said drink because. I mean that's I a very agree. powerful scene though when he opens his eyes. I'm like, whoa. Like that. That's the image of Avatar that <clears throat> stuck with me. When he opened his like eyes. Like, since the beginning, I was like, whoa. Yeah, I don't know. I just think it's it's very nice. Um, So, now that we've kind of run through the whole movie, you know, any any afterthoughts? Um, any standout characters? Um, I would rate the, like, what would you I would rate, rate the, the movie, movie pretty high. Um, that kind of stuff. Probably like a 
mm-hmm. out of 10. Um, I wouldn't give it a 10 out of 10 because there are definitely okay. things that I Very think need yeah. to be altered. Like representation, um, the fact that Jake saves, Jake saves everybody. The fact that Nateri forgives Jake. The fact that Jake out-natives the natives. Yeah. Um, for sure, a little frustrating. Yeah. However. Yeah, like he's, exactly. he changed he the, the big dragon. Exactly, why does he get to do it? That no one else could. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, but I definitely think that, I mean, the animation is fantastic. The CGI is fantastic. The movie is basically ahead of its time. Oh. The whole concept of it trying to mirror like what happened thousands of oh, not thousands of years, hundreds of years ago with the Native Americans. I just think I think it's a fantastic yeah. idea. Altogether, has a great plot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I. Yeah, I. Yeah, I agree with you. I probably get an eight point five. Same reason. I just docked a little more for those things. Um, and then, yeah, again, favorite character will, will be Natiri for me. Then I'll go Trudy. And then number three. Mine uh, is, um. Grace. Yeah, mine is. <laughs> or mine Norm. Is, um, Trudy. Norm's number Natiri, four. Grace, Norm. Yeah. I mean, the, the female characters just, there were a lot. Were very. But they, the ones that they did have were good. That's that's another thing. There oh, could I agree. Be more, and that's I, I no kind women, of like I the think. fact that there are no women that are trying to hurt the natives. No woman leading the charge to hurt the natives and get the money. And I feel like that just kind of shows that like women are just like they know better. Uh, they're smarter. They're more self-aware. So yeah, there is that one woman though. In- <laughs> The military, the scene right before they like go to the war, when he's giving a yeah, pep talk, they like, like to just show that actually... woman a lot. Yeah, we she was like the only, <laughs> the only woman, but yeah, she's like not. She's like just, I yeah. <laughs> what you said, um. So, yeah, I really thoroughly um, enjoy this movie. It's. Two hours and forty oh, minutes, but it's a good. And it's definitely, it definitely like two you hours and forty minutes. Like two hours. Um, it's very oh, yeah. You know, I mean, the plot's very enticing. I, sorry, I feel yeah. like every single time, like something, every single time something concludes, something else pops up. So you're like, oh, this is gonna happen next. This is gonna happen next. I just feel like it just keeps you on the edge of the edge of your seat throughout the entire plot. Yeah. And it was interesting, I was, you know, I was just looking at the timestamps of the movie, and um, the conflict doesn't really start until literally halfway through yeah, the movie. Yeah, for sure. Which is an hour and 30 minutes in. So for the first hour and 30 minutes, I mean, I, you could stop the movie right there. Yeah. Once he gets his dragon. Like, it's, it's just, it's the length of, like, a, um, um, a movie, yeah, a movie can be an hour and 30 minutes. Um, and yeah, so I don't know. I just it's long, but it doesn't feel like it. It's good, and a lot of people say they don't I remember the characters. I I, I mean, I've only watched it once, and I remember I watched the majority it of the characters. A few times. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've been made fun of for liking this movie a little bit by ah uh, oh Naya. Um. <laughs> 
for all my all my listeners out there, the special guest of my previous episode. Um, but yeah, overall, I really good hope movie. it, it dives down deeper one, into Earth before. I also hope it it dives deeper into um, some of the other drivers. Like we we know there were other drivers who were like had their own avatars. They were playing basketball. And we never we never hear about them. Ooh. Ever. Yeah. And um I kinda wonder like what happened to them or like yeah. Jake and um is Jake the only avatar there that's gonna like survive as an avatar in the in the place or are the other two people gonna are the other people who have avatars and are like drivers, are they gonna continue to come back and live with the Navi? I don't know. I feel like we just never they they were there and then they weren't. Yeah, Merrick, that's a good point, because really the only ones we exactly. see in action are the main three. There are other so, ones like, what, like what is their purpose, you know? Are their avatars, exactly, are their avatars mm-hmm. destroyed? They had a whole barn for them. What happened? Yeah, interesting. I would think that um, yeah. they were probably all woken up, and then... Jake is the only one because he actually transferred the Avatar body, or maybe there was a pod left. But I think probably I like all the them were destroyed by the yeah. military. Not the Navi's, the the Avatars. Oh, my bad. Yeah. So. Bad. Yeah. Yeah, I I did. I I got your drift. Um, but so yeah, that's a, that's a good point. Questions for the next movie. Um, I I mean I want to see what Jake is like as. You know, yeah. uh, uh, the leader, you know, because Sutse is dead, um, which is, you know, I think he's a good like, leader. Um, Even though he's kind of bully, he grew. As so. Jake and Natiri mated, the only possible outcome for Sutse was to die because, I mean, he wasn't going to have a place in the... So I, I, I kind of saw that one coming. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, he's kind of like he had to, you know. For the plot. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's good. You know, maybe the next movie... You know, the next movie ideally would be just a simple, yeah. you know, vignette about their life. You know, just frolicking what if, among... What if they have children? The bioluminescent plants. That's a possibility. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. No, because we haven't really seen a lot of children. We saw a little bit with Grace, but that's it. And, like, ooh, that could that could be cool. How is Jake gonna be as a dad? I, think, um, I don't know. He just seems too like hardcore. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like. <laughs> I think he'd be like a fun yeah, dad. Like a but I don't model. know if he'd be like good <laughs> at it. Yeah. So I, I, mean, I guess it'd be cool if they had kids because I mean, children. I feel like that's probably the next step is errors. Having kids, yeah, or like they have kids, but like that's when. And Jake has to protect his children the, because, yeah, yeah, for that's that's definitely a possibility. Yeah, like when they strike again. Yeah, yeah. Avatar two is set to come out December twenty twenty one. We still have a while. Um, and there has, yeah. So we have about a year and a half. Um, and interestingly enough. Sigourney Weaver has okay. been confirmed to be part of the cast. How yeah, I think she there will be back? babies. I've seen a lot of babies on, on here. I think there probably will be 
Yeah. So I don't know. So the, maybe the flashbacks. Um, and also in, noted in the cast list is Stephen Lang, who plays I feel like the Colonel. some of the video chats might come back. You know how they took videos, like video journals? I feel like those could come back. Like you could see mm. Grace's and Grace like okay. figure out something. That's interesting. Like like yeah. Some, some sort of thing that the, the humans were there for. They weren't just there for the... Uh, what is it? It starts with an O. Yeah, they weren't just there for that, but they were oh, for, there for like another reason. I feel like maybe Grace like knew something that Jake didn't know, and that they could expose like her journals and figure out, and that start like a new conflict. I don't know. I just feel I definitely Ooh. feel like those could come into play. Okay. Because I don't I don't think Grace is coming back. Mm-hmm. Because that was a major. Exactly. Yeah, because that was a major point of exposition, and it told us a lot of information about what was going on inside their heads. Exactly. Was there logs? But we only saw Jake's. So it's like yeah, we never what? saw the colonels. We never saw anybody else's what's except gonna, Jake's. What's gonna happen? Yeah. Oh, apparently, supposed to be five Avatar movies. Um, and <laughs> so, um, there's gonna be one in 2021. Okay. And there's supposed to be one every other year. So again, but we were supposed to have Avatar. We never know. Two in 2014. At this point, so very. Accurate to say that we will. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So it, okay, let's see. Anyone else? There's a lot of new characters. I hate when new cool. characters come on. I don't like them, and they ruin the movie for me. So hopefully that hopefully that doesn't happen. Mm. Yeah, okay. Vin Diesel is part of the cast. So I don't I don't really yeah. like him that much. <laughs> He's kind of a jerk. Hmm. Um Okay. It says James Cameron says um it will deal with familial and imprisonment. I definitely themes. feel like they could have kids and Jake would be very protective over them and he'd have to protect them from like enemies. Yeah. Ooh, ooh. And then producer John Landau says you don't need to have seen the first Avatar to see Avatar 2. Each movie okay. is a standalone movie that we would want to go see. Me too. Which is, I, I like that. Because it's kind of, it, and kind of like the MCU, it's like, every story is like different and not really connected, but they're all part of the same universe. So they really end up just kind of fleshing out the universe more. And I really hate when there's like, when it just drags you know, like, I don't like when they drag on plot. one plot line Three, for multiple movies. Yes. Yes, that's what I'm trying to get at. Yeah, you know, I, it's I like, totally understand where you're coming from. You know? Yeah. Ooh, and there'll be some underwater scenes. We'll go into the underwater that environment could be of Pandora. Ooh. Yeah. Set several years after the events of Avatar, Sully is now chieftain, and okay. Natiri is high priestess of the clan. Uh, ooh, and volcanic environments. That's kind of fun. Um, yeah. Ooh, at the center of each of our four movies will be the Sully family. Each sequel will play as a standalone movie. Each movie's story will come to its own conclusion. However, when looked at as a whole, the journey across all four movies will create an even larger connected epic saga for audiences around the world. 
Um, yeah. Oh my god. Not only is Lang somehow back as the dead colonel, but he's going to be the main villain of all We're gonna have to see him for all the movies. movies. You're kidding. Oh my god. What if he makes his own avatar and comes? <laughs> I, I wish. <laughs> Prob- you know what? That would... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they, they have the technology on Earth. So, I mean, maybe. And then there'll also be time jump between movies to match the delay between them. As Cameron has confirmed, Jake and Deteri will have an eight-year-old okay. daughter together. Um, while teasing that Worthington, the actor of Jake, had to go to some dark places. Oh, gosh. I feel like maybe like, his daughter died. He just, oh, uh, God. For some reason, he does not strike me as a good dad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I agree. I, ooh, I'm I'm kind of a little bit nervous. No, I'm excited for like the plot's some good. Um, not excited for the Agreed. colonel to be back because he's annoying. But I guess that's the point is that very he's, hateable, you know, the villain. So we should find him annoying. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. Well, anyway, guys, that's that's Avatar and Avatar two. Once and once three Avatar and four and two, five. three, four, and five come out, <laughs> and me and Sammy watch them, we will definitely be back to give you a briefing on how we felt about them, if maybe some of our our dislikes about representation and stuff were maybe maybe they'll be fixed in the next few movies. Who knows? Yeah. Maybe we won't have as many. Maybe we'll rate them higher. Or lower. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Maybe they'll fix some of those errors. And Meredith, when that movie comes out, um, we will be on winter break oh. of our Therefore, year. Sammy, I think I think we should go see it together. Oh my god, yeah. I mean, I'm gonna be working because it's, oh, sure. it's probably gonna be a hot. I'll have to find a day you're not. Hot movie. You can go see it at night if you need to. Yeah, on a day I'm not working, we can go because also like during that time, like we can't really call off work. But enough about my work schedule. I work at the movie theater, by the way. Everyone, everyone, um, wondering. Well, technically not right now because you know what. But. Yeah, I don't like to talk about it because I, okay. I said I yeah. wasn't going to talk about current events in this podcast. Um, <laughs> but the thing that is happening right now is, is why. But um, thank you so much for uh, having me, Meredith. Today. Thank you so much for <laughs> for joining me on this crazy. Um, I appreciate you bringing me along. World of Pandora. Um. Yeah, like no problem. Um, and now, what well, I did the end of the last podcast, I'll do at the end of this one too. Is there any podcast that you would recommend um, to oh, all well, the I personally love true right crime. Now? There's one on Spotify that's true crime, and it's unsolved murders, Ooh. and that's very interesting to me. However, do watch it not at night because do listen to it not at night because um, I get a little freaked out and can't sleep. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that, just make, I, that's make sure why I can't do it. it. During the um, day, during the morning. Morning's nice because then you have all day to to get over it. Yes, of course. Um, thank you, Meredith, for your recommendation. Last week, I recommended um the Raven Girls, a Raven Cycle podcast, which is a podcast okay. about the book series, The Raven Cycle. 
And Welcome to Night Vale, which is kind of a story about this town called Night Vale. Um, it's kind of like a it's it's a fictional town um, okay. in which many odd things happen. Um, and it's basically like you're listening to like the radio okay. podcast, like the radio announcement in that town. Um, and then this this episode, I would recommend. Um, okay, Alice isn't dead. It's it's a podcast by the same people of Welcome to Night Vale. It's about um, there's this woman named Alice who has uh-huh. gone missing. She's like a trucker. No, she's not a trucker. I don't think. One of them is a trucker. <laughs> Alice has gone missing, and basically her wife is trying to find her, and she ends up stumbling onto okay. a conspiracy, if you will. Both series have books also to go along with them, um, based off of the podcast. So anyway, that's my recommendation. Um, go listen to that, and um, it's unsolved. true crime, unsolved murders, true, unsolved crimes, true crime. True crime on summer. All right. Um, and okay, so that has been this week's episode of Niche Topics, Strong Opinions. Um, Bye, guys. Have, have a good.